This is episode 62 for Tuesday, August 23rd, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering me and all the beers that I got on my travels. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Hey guys, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. That wasn't sorry. That was me. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Today we are joined by Chris. Hello, Chris. Hey. This is Chris. <laughs> we're joined by Eddie. This is Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else. And no Sawyer. <laughs> yes, Sawyer could not be with us today. Uh, he was actually out of state as of this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he said he was getting back at like seven something in the morning, but gosh, was yeah. going to be too tired to come drink beer. Apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting old. Yeah, he went to the DCI finals. Yeah, which was pretty awesome. I watched it a uh, live stream last night with Sarah, nice. and uh, got to see. Well, we went to the the movie theater broadcast on Thursday. Oh, okay. mm. so we got to see basically cores one through fifteen, and uh, see their full production. And that was like a, a five-hour thing. Wow. Really neat. I'm glad I got to see him because uh, it, it, it's a neat experience. Even though you're not there, mm. you still got big screen, surround sound. So it's pretty similar to as if you're actually in the stands in front of them. Yeah, yeah I, I've yet to go to one of those. I'd, I'd love to sit and watch one of those shows. It's neat. So. We watched uh, finals in my band hall last night. Oh, oh yeah, cool. yeah. We had it streamed on our projector and our big sound system and everything. So, nice. do you have a lot of your students come? Uh, yeah, I'd say seventy-five or so. Oh, okay, fifty to seventy-five. So, probably closer to fifty actually. <laughs> Still, that's yeah, it's a good showing. Yeah. yeah, so I went and bought a bunch of pizza and assigned different classes to bring different things. So we had snacks and drinks and Sweet. chips and nice all that. So it was a good time. Yeah, we forgot to request AC though, so it got pretty hot. No. <laughs> It was kind of a last minute thing. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. I think the kids had a good time. Yeah. Each year we do this, it'll get a little bit bigger, I think. Yeah. So, anyway. Especially yeah. if you have pizza and snacks. Yeah. I would show up. <laughs> yeah, they definitely need to have, you know, the the end goal in mind and have something to model what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when you have something like the level of uh, drum corps, which basically is marching band at the professional level, mm-hmm. for those of you that are uninitiated to that really cool um, fun experience happens every summer and uh we enjoyed watching it last night and uh congratulations to the blue coats who won their very first, first gold medal yeah. in history 
And wow. congrats to an academy who made finals for the first time in their history. Yes. And they didn't get last. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Who was last this year? Uh, well, out of the top 12, last was uh, Boston Crusaders. Okay. The Boston. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. What did the Cavies get? Sorry. Fifth place this year, which I'm totally okay with. It's better than seventh or ninth like yeah. they've been getting Last lately. year they got ninth place, yeah. okay. which was the first time they got ninth in my lifetime. Hmm. So that was pretty uh, eye-opening. And uh, this year they came back. Really good show. Um, the alumni response online was very positive. Everyone was supporting the guys. And yeah. uh, I like the direction we're going. So cool. totally okay with fifth. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Right. Well, it's not drum corps styles. No. So. <laughs> Sorry, let's get yeah. To it. That's our other passion. Uh, let's see what else has happened. Chris brewed a beer this morning. I did. What did you do? Is a hefeweizen. Okay. So I had some some free yeast that I got from the homebrew club meeting last month mm-hmm. from Fermentus. It was their uh, WB06. So it's their uh, their wheat yeast. So I thought I'd give that a shot. Last time I used the Vine Stefaner yeast. Actually, the last two or three times I've used it, it kind of blew up on me. Mm. So hopefully I'll have less of a violent reaction with this one. And that's even at, you know, mid to high 60s. It's not even a warm fermentation, which is usually what causes, you know, Mm. that yeast to blow up. So I don't know. We'll see how how it goes. With the Weinstefaner yeast, that would be a German Hefeweizen style, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the dry yeast we got is not a German. That's what I was told. You were told it is a German half? Yes. Oh. Okay. That's what I was told. Because I just brewed an American wheat, and I used that dry yeast that we got. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have a, a very fruity um, yeah. and, and estery and phenolic Yeah, because when, when you look at the fermentous page for that yeast, it says uh, banana and clove. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so it'll be a good comparison, I guess. Yes. Because all I did, all, my only um, my, recipe is super simple. I think I like six and a half pounds of um, German wheat mm-hmm. and three pounds of Pilsner and then an ounce of uh, Mittelfruhe. Mm-hmm. What, what is that one? I forget. Frühling Stark here. Yeah. That one. Ah. No, it was not Fruitlig Stark here. <laughs> Hallertau. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. so an ounce of Hallertau, and that's it. So super simple. Of course, I just used German malts. That's hmm. it. Okay. Cool. And I bottled my quad today, which I brewed in April of this year, and it's just been sitting around. So I finally bottled that one, tasted it, tastes awesome. Uh, all my numbers are right where they should be. So I set aside several bottles for competition for next year. And uh, I'm basically just going to leave it in the closet until it gets cold. Okay. Because I don't want to waste any bottles. Should yeah. be pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. I've got my quad that um, the very first beer that I brewed on my electric system last April. So it's almost a year and a half old. Mm. Okay. So when it, when it gets cold, I'll try that one. Plus I have my Imperial Stout that I brewed last year also okay. that's been sitting so it'll be a year old. That's still in keg, right? Yeah. Both of those are still in keg. Yeah. And that'll be fun whenever we feature the uh, Belgian quad or the Belgian dark strong ale whenever it gets cold. We'll do that in a few months. And then we'll be able to, to uh, try two different homebrews. 
Yeah. Chris nice. is in mine. That'll be a pretty big episode. We need to get a lot of people because we're going to have a lot of good beers and they all come in gigantic bottles. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking right now? Speaking of which, I think it's another German thing. beer or a German style. Frühling Stark here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Berliner Weiss that was not good before. But then we added some lactic acid to it, and it got it's better. Delicious. It got better. It's still the the base flavor is still kind of weird. Yeah, it is. But at least but it's tart now. It's, it's really tart. It wasn't tart yeah. before. This, uh, whenever he poured the uh, lactic acid in it, I kind of stole his bottle and started putting it in everything I was drinking. <laughs> so everything I will I was probably a little drunk. So everything tasted good with lactic acid at that point. So, yeah. Travis, would you say you put, like, maybe an ounce? I, I'm pretty eddy. <laughs> we asked, I, like, I, how eddy are you? And he said, I, I'm pretty eddy. Eddy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't add that much. It's like no. an ounce or two of yeah. the lactic acid to a three-gallon batch, and it's very tart. Yep. So any of you uh, interested in, in trying out some pure lactic acid in your beer, a very, very, very little goes a very long way. Yep. <laughs> so I, I could only get um, – the Stubby's only had it in the pet bottle, so I have a lot of it left. Nice. Yeah, so coming soon from Chris's Brewery is going to be a sour wheat and a sour stout <laughs> and a sour Hefeweizen. Um, basically everything it brews is – might have a little sour version yeah. on the side, too. I don't know how long that stuff lasts. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how it would go bad. What It'll, does it do? Go sour? Yeah, it might go sour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> anyway, I'm wearing my shirt today. I noticed that. <laughs> why Why are you wearing your shirt today, Chris? Oh. This, this is my um, official BJCP shirt. Yeah, what, what does it say? It says, Bear Judge Certification. certification. Program. Program. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, does, why are you wearing that shirt, Chris? Yeah, what's up with that? We've had this conversation last week. Eddie has no idea why you're wearing the shirt, why Chris. Why are you wearing the shirt, Chris? Oh, because I passed my test. Why really? Why aren't you wearing the shirt, Travis? He wore his shirt last week. Oh, oh nice. nice. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, we got our scores back last week, and we both passed. So we are official beard judging certification yeah. program members. So right now we're recognized, um, but we both got scores high enough to be certified. We just need to get our points to go through. So Okay. How do you get the points? You get just judging points, oh, okay. um, administrative points, not judging points. Travis actually got high enough to be national level. What? He got higher than you? Yeah. Nice. So Good job. If he uh, so chooses to take the written test oh. and he passes that and he has all the points to get up to national, then he could do that. That'll be in the far Sweet, future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, awesome. you have to get a 70 or above to be certified. I got a 75 and he got an 80. And you have to get 80 or above to be national. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah, he got, he got a couple yeah. points higher than me. So we were like really stoked about it, and because that's basically why we started this podcast yeah. to begin with yeah, over so. a year ago. Been working towards this, and now we met finally our goal. certified beer judges. Yep, nice. So this will be the last episode of Brew Styles. Uh, wanted to thank you all for <laughs> bye, <laughs> adios. <laughs> so we were telling Sawyer that um, y'all are next. Yeah, I got a ways to go. I think you're completely <laughs> capable of of doing this as well. Yeah. 
I gotta practice brewing first because I have no idea what you guys are talking about most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, actually makes true. a huge difference, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially in the feedback section at the bottom of the, the right. judging forum. You have to give suggestions on how they can improve it. Right, and that, that's so, why. I, but you don't. Yeah. I mean, the brewing knowledge helps, but it's just knowing what causes what, mm-hmm. and then which is what I don't know. That's what I mean. Right. You know, once I get to brewing and I mess up a couple of times and figure out why, then yeah. yeah, get some experience on my belt under my belt. It's all about playing the game. If you know how to fill the sheet out correctly, then, then right. you're, you're you're usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. yeah, we were trained so well that the uh, all of our scores were <laughs> above average, and so it took longer to get our scores back because the exam director wanted to go over each sheet individually <laughs> wow. and like Make double sure check. We didn't cheat. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you know, this is a little strange for all these first time testers to not only pass it, but we all had really high good scores. scores. Does that mean that uh? Um, Kurt passed. He, like, he, he hasn't taken. He hasn't taken the test yet. Oh, I thought he did. Okay. Right. Yeah. He last didn't time, take the tasting. last time we talked to him, he was still working on the uh, online. Oh, got it. Entrance exam, which is unbelievably difficult on its own right. 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 Okay. But uh, yeah, so that was fun. That was kind of what our recent uh, recent news was. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of scouring the uh, the exams, or not the exam, the contest schedule, to see when something local pops up so that I can go go do some judging again because it's it's been a little while so you go Mm -hmm. drink for free huh well i mean you don't have to be a a certified judge to go judge he's kind of a big deal (laughs) i mean travis and i've judged competitions before we even started the class Mm -hmm. yeah you just show up and say hey i want help judging like okay and they'll pair you with a bjcp judge and they'll kind of help you walk you through the process yeah you don't have to be certified to to do that i'll get them pair me with you guys because I've already got three points, <laughs> um, three judging points, because it's, it's all retroactive. So you can start earning points now. To uh, where if I'd already had five points when I passed my test, I would have automatically been certified. I wouldn't have had to go through the recognized step. Oh, okay. So it's, you know, the first time you judge, you know, you fill out your information, name, address, phone number, whatever, and then whenever the, the competition people send that to the BJCP, they create your account, and they start uh, keeping track of your points. Sweet. So that whenever you do take the test... They just pop in your test score, and then it automatically does your rank. Nice. Okay. So once I get the you know the fifth point, Travis gets the fifth point. We don't have to do anything. The website will automatically bump us up to certified. Sweet. Once they input all that information. Okay. Well, so next time you go sign up to go judge somewhere, just sign me up too. And tell me when <laughs> when it is. <laughs> I'll make sure you're available first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Totally. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Cool. Well. We I think we have a lot of beer to drink. Yeah. yeah. But first, I need to thank everyone for listening. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> because we we kind of gotten out of our routine. Oh, yeah. Um, Next so, week, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program. Yes, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had our fun, and now we're going to get back to what we do uh, what we do best, which is drink beer and talk about it. So uh, thank you for listening. We definitely appreciate you. And if you enjoy it, then we uh, want you to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know check us out online we've got a lot of social media we have twitter <laughs> facebook everything facebook. instagram we are everywhere so you know just look around <laughs> find us and uh we'll keep this golden goodness coming at you every week but uh yes we was do that, a, was that an olympic reference might might be <laughs> <laughs> if there was an olympic sport for beer drinking I would totally watch that and <laughs> maybe even train up for it. Uh, train. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, we need to watch Beer Fest later. 
Yeah. But uh, I honey, took a little trip. Like, honey, what are you doing? I'm training for the Olympics. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> the one arm curl. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I took a little trip recently to New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. And uh, brought back some beers. We're going to feature those today. I've got six of them. So we'll try to go through Sweet. them fairly quickly. Uh, lots of different styles. We'll start with our lightest and easiest one first. And uh, after this Berliner Weiss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> After we enjoy the rest of this Berliner Weiss right. and not dump it down the sink. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Travis? I'm trying to say that uh, here comes the music, and we'll see you after the break. Well, like I mentioned, I took a trip to New Orleans, and it was a really fast trip. We were basically there for maybe a day or two, and then turned around and came back. But it was still enough time yeah. to kind of catch the local flavor, spend a lot of time in the French Quarter. Was it a weekend? It was like a Monday through Wednesday. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like super crazy. Yeah. Um, really last minute. Uh, actually, I was fully expecting to go to the the uh, homebrew club meeting on Tuesday <laughs> uh, the weekend before, and then I was told about the trip. That I went to by myself. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I wasn't anticipating missing that, but then Sarah said, hey, guess what? We're going to New Orleans. I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, we were there, and it was a pretty neat little trip. Stayed at an Airbnb spot. So somebody's house, really old house, built in the 1850s. Hmm. We had our own room, own kitchen, own bathroom. Uh, It's pretty cool. Good experience. Can you still see remnants of Katrina? Oh, totally. Yeah. Where? That was what, like 12 years ago? Yeah. Something like that. The, I, uh, it didn't seem that bad to me. Not the French Quarter because that one was uphill, mm. and so. What, oh yeah, he did mention it. those neighborhoods way way. Yeah, it was the torn up, the yeah. the lower ninth ward because what it was explained to me, you've got the Mississippi River on the south side, and then there's a big lake. Um, it's got a big long name, P. Let's call it Puxatani. <laughs> so you got Lake Lake Puxatchan. Something, <laughs> and uh, the levees on the lake were the ones that that failed. Right, and so then all the water came in, and uh, New Orleans was built on a kind of like a slope. So the mm. French Quarter is on the up uphill side, right mm. on the Mississippi. So I mean that really wasn't touched right. by the uh, flooding damage. Pontchartrain. train. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so the water came in and it it filled up the lower ninth ward. We took a boat trip. Uh, it was like a, a paddle boat not a paddle boat steamboat yeah yeah i took a yeah, steamboat yeah up the mississippi and it went by the lower ninth ward and uh, i mean there's just look like buildings that either people didn't have insured or they took the insurance money it's like you know what screw it we'll just go right. use that money somewhere else so yeah and there's still just a lot of dilapidated things and look like shells of houses and dilapidated yeah is that our ten dollar word for the day could be Okay. Yeah, but there's still <laughs> very visible signs. Um, the funny thing was, or the scary thing was, that two days after we left on Thursday, there was a tornado that went through, and it was, I kid you not, 0.3 miles from where we stayed. Dang. And it destroyed two buildings that had been condemned. Oh, uh, okay. You know, that, that close to the, the house. Yeah. And so, you know, they're interviewing some of the residents, and they're saying, you know, Actually, we're kind of thankful that the tornado came through and destroyed <laughs> these buildings because they've just been boarded up and graffitied. Nobody's yeah. doing anything with them. Yeah. 
now the rubble. So <laughs> cool. it's the city's Easier problem. to clean up, I guess. Yeah. 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 Didn't have to pay for demo. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah. you brought some beer. <laughs> yeah, I went to went to a craft beer shop, and it was really awesome. They had tons of stuff, a lot of things that are not available for us in DFW. Mm-hmm. So I figured, all right, I'll pick up a mix six pack of just things I've never heard of. Yeah. So uh, we got several styles. We'll start with the lightest, and then we'll get to the heaviest towards cool. the end. This first one is from Mudbug Brewing, and is based out of, let me see how to say this, Thibodeau. Thibodeau. <laughs> Thibodeau, Louisiana, Mudbug Brewery, and it is called White Boot, Louisiana Blonde Ale. White Boot. Yes. It says, kick back and knock off swamp sneakers, Dulac slippers, brow bridge pumps, a pair of white rubber boots goes by many names in Louisiana, from the boat to the festival, and everything in between, shrimpers and fishermen swear by them, Cajuns live by them. Here's to the hard workers and life enjoyers, a smooth, relaxing beverage after the long day is done. And it is 5%, a real Cajun beer. All right, well, let's open it up. Yeah, this one's in a can, though. Yeah, that was a can sound. Exactly. I thought we did the can sound for the bottles. <laughs> That's why I, I just opened it, because it's a can, and it makes a can. Anyway, so it's a silver can. Uh, yeah, the White boot is written in purple, blue, blue purple. capital letters. I don't know. Purple. It's black. Oh, thanks, Sawyer. <laughs> It's not black. <laughs> anyway, it's yellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a blonde ale. Pretty yep. clear, pretty clean. It's like a, a darker yellow. I wouldn't quite say orange, but it's a darker yellow. Well, when you hold this light, it's orange. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking hold about when you hold light. it up to this, the sunlight, it's a dark yellow. It's like a golden color. Yeah, it's going to... I don't get a whole lot out of the aroma. Some grain, maybe? Yeah, I get mostly grain out of the aroma. No, no hop character to At speak all. of. No. Pretty straightforward smell, just kind of there. Nice. Yeah. Lots of grain in the flavor. Maybe hints of brown sugar. I don't know what it is. I don't like this beer. <laughs> well, do you taste the mud or the bugs first? I mean, <laughs> or the boot? I think yeah. I tasted the boot. I think I might taste the boot. Yeah, <laughs> like the insole of the boot. Like kind of chewy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't uh, taste like butt though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's uh, kind of there. It's yeah. I mean, it's 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 a good blonde, just uh, there. I don't know if it's because of the the other beer we had before this, the Berliner. <laughs> yeah, that that may have destroyed my palate because this does not taste good to me at all. Now, when I think about blonde, I think Fireman's Number Four. See, I think of the Dallas Blonde. All right, so let's make that blonde blow today. <laughs> Fireman's number four was the first blonde ale that I ever had. Uh, and so I kind of compare everything. I mean, Fireman's number four has been around forever. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember Fireman's number four not being around. True. Before Deep Elm even opened, before, you know, whatever. But See, I, comparatively speaking, I like Fireman's number four better than this one, but mm. it's kind of along the same lines. It's just there. It's just beer. Mm. So I think it's fine sorry i'm not a fan i would be that's fine very worried to order this anywhere i don't know weary that's what i said oh they said something else <laughs> <laughs> all right well i have palindability writing <laughs> I, was, I was about to say there's not really a whole lot more to discuss about this one <laughs> i'm gonna give it a well uh, let's find out palindability at 10 
There Thanks. you go. I'm Fufu. Yeah. No, that was was that on Fufu? It was. You don't know your own wife own wife's voice? They were all drunk. It's a little distorted mm. at that point. <laughs> I'm gonna give this an eight. Man. It's it, very poundable. Easy to drink. Just beer. Burr. It gave me chills just because I didn't like that taste at all. Um, yeah, it's, it was easy to drink, but I, I didn't like the taste at all. I, as far as palatability, I guess I'd, I'd stick it at an eight as well. Stick it? But stick it at eight. Is that another Olympic reference? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> That's two now. <laughs> Travis, how much wood did you get in your mouth? That's actually one thing that I'm getting a lot of. A lot. <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot you said stick it so yeah. look wood yeah i get an eight pretty easy yeah pretty easy to drink oh yeah the guy's got like a colonel sanders <laughs> facial sorry thing. this is why i don't like having the tv on behind me because i have no idea what's going on yeah, yeah. Uh, uh all right well uh i think this is exactly what they wanted to be just straightforward easy yeah. drinking there it is i'm gonna go rinse my mouth out that was easy what's next well i'm glad you asked <laughs> Thanks, Sawyer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sawyer. <laughs> Got that one in here too somewhere. How Sawyer are you drunk? I'm sorry. Sawyer. <laughs> that one. And then Eddie responded with I, I'm pretty Eddie. <laughs> pretty Eddie. Pretty Eddie. Next up is from <laughs> Parish Brewing Company. Based out of Broussard, Louisiana. Which, which parish is that? I don't know. They don't have counties. They have parishes. Yes. So which parish is parish brewing in? Broussard, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Envy. And it's an American pale ale, 5.3%. This delicious beer was brewed and bottled in small batches with great care and passion for a craft by Parish Brewing Company in Broussard, Louisiana. <laughs> Where? Broussard, okay. Louisiana. And uh, the guy that I was talking to at the shop was really talking up this this brewery because they had just come out with a draft only, like a Imperial Double IPA or something that was basically this recipe but was totally ramped up. Uh, mm. I didn't get a chance to try it, but uh, I picked up this one because it was their base style. And it was a new brewery from uh, Broussard, Louisiana. <laughs> And uh, it's a brown bottle. It's got a green label. has two hop cones right on the front. And they misspelled envy. Yeah. I don't envy the guy that created this label. I'll boo myself. Uh, anyway, yeah, they spelled it E-N-V-I-E mm-hmm. instead of E-N-V-Y. Mine is fairly clear yeah. mine is murky as why is all that get out because yeah, i got clear. the bottom 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it was clearly bottle conditioned i guess yes. because all kinds of gunk came out the bottle into my glass i smell hops mine's fairly clear yeah golden a lot of hops uh like i get straight up citrus Ooh. yeah like citrus bomb. Yeah, that is very hoppy for an American pale ale. Wow. Well, just in the aroma. Yeah. I, I mean, aroma. I don't get hops, though. It's just citrus, like orange juice. See, I get like pine and 
Yeah, I, get, I mean, there's I get some of that sweat. in there, but it's just like citrus. Yeah, it's mostly a citrus, fruity kind of aroma. Oh, yes. That smells, smells fantastic. Delightful. I'm going to taste it. it tastes Lots good. of citrus, a little, little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. That's what I'm tasting the sweaty kind of. Yeah, like a, which I guess would be the dankness. Yeah. Which would be what, mosaic? Well, there's. <laughs> Does it say on there? That's the one that I usually get. Yeah, you gravitate up. towards that. No, it does not. There's a, I mean, there's several different hops that could be construed as dank, but... I bet there's a lot of sea hops in there and, and a little bit of mosaic. Okay. That's, that would be my guess. Mm. It doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste like the aroma. I think it does. I, I, no, I don't get any pine. I get pine in the aroma. I don't get pine in this. Mm. Um, not overly bitter. Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. Mouthfeel. Um, kind of creamy. Yeah. The, um, definitely a uh, not a heavy mouth feel, mouth feel, but it's a, a definitely medium. say medium. Yeah, mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's your wife right there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I from the aroma, I was expecting like IPA level hoppiness and bitterness, but then in the flavor, it was more restrained, more subdued, kind of more in line with what I would expect from an American pale ale. Man, I'm I'm really happy with this. To yeah, be, yeah. Like, to I be like frank, thing. it's uh, it's nice. I'm glad that, and now I understand why the guy was so uh, losing his losing his mess over this uh, brewery because it's his mess. Yeah, was uh, he really messy? No, but I oh. I had to say mess because. Uh, but we ain't gonna curse because explicit box we did not click. <laughs> <laughs> we did not check the explicit box. Right. Yeah. Uh. So. Quick, uh, interesting fact: Broussard is actually just south of Lafayette. Just in case anyone was wondering, Lafayette. Which, which parish is that? Let's see. Uh, doesn't say. Oh, well, that's too bad. It sure doesn't. No. <laughs> it's uh, just south of Michael's Men's Club. If you're Ooh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Anyway, wow! <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Michael's Men Club. <laughs> Anything else on this beer before we go to our? Yeah, there's a U.S. Post Office just north of it too. If you that's <laughs> that's fantastic. Five palatability rating. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a seven on this one. Yeah, I think I'll go seven also. Hold on, hold on. It's good flavor. Um, not too heavy. Yes, there are hops, but it's not uh, so much that I that I couldn't pound the mess out of it. I mean, we're we're talking. If we think back to our um, the original reason we started, think back <laughs> to the origins of why we started. <laughs> I'm trying to keep Travis busy. The origins on the uh, <laughs> on the board. You think the this most is a podcast. I won't talk. The most poundable thing would be what that fest beer the whole reason they created fest beer was to make it more poundable so that should be like a 10 right yeah so this one six or seven just because of the hop character it's easy to drink but it's not as poundable as i'm gonna go with six yeah that you know because because of the hoppiness it kind of bites you in the tongue a little bit yeah i mean ipas and pale ales are never going to be as poundable as a fest beer right right just a lot more going on there. Yeah. So. Oh, I found out what hops there's in here. Citrus, floral, pine, resinous, spicy, tropical fruit, stone fruit, berry, melon, etc. 
ผมผมอ All right. Well, thank you, Parrish. This is nice. It Flight is very nice. I, next time, I won't get the bottom of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Does it taste funky with the? I, I don't know. Here, t- tell me if it's different because I didn't have anything to compare it to. You want some of Eddie's bottom? I have some of my bottom. See, I get more hops. Uh, that more oh, okay. the the uh, piney kind of taste in it, hmm. where I didn't get that in my pour. Pum. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue on down our hoppy trail with a. <laughs> They're not so hoppy down there right now. Yeah, a lot of floods going on. Continue on down our hoppy trail with a. It, it might be imperial. It might be double. We don't know. We'll find out. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Courtney. <laughs> Next up, it is in fact labeled an imperial. India Pale Ale. So, higher alcohol. We shall see. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Naula. N-O-L-A. Which, uh, we actually stopped there. That was the first place we got to uh, in New Orleans. It's like a nice little brew pub attached to their production brewery. Attached to a bar. I mean, it was really nice. And uh, I think it stands for New Orleans... Lagers and ales, or something like that. So, this is their uh, Imperial India Pale Ale, so double IPA, called Mecca. And it's got like a intense-looking lizard climbing a, a like, building, and yeah. got green stuff coming out of his orifices and holding <laughs> more green stuff. And That's weird. Got, got a tail. K. Looks like a dog lizard to me. Yeah. Mecca, this hop monster dog lizard. is yeah. an American Imperial IPA boasting Bravo, Columbus, Centennial, and Citra hops. Beware of Mecca's powerful flavor and its attack of half pound per barrel dry hop aroma. Not for the faint of heart or palate. Hopheads, this one's for you. Brewed with love, brewed in New Orleans. <laughs> Why do you keep saying it that way? It's got a, a phrase in French, but I can't read it. C'est la bonne bière vie. Verdière. Caez. La bonne. Bire. Vader. Oh my god, Vader. this is a Star Wars beer. And it is 8.8%. 8.8, alright. Yeah. And when I opened it, I could immediately smell the hops. The only French I know is Sacre Bleu. Yeah, you said that in the last episode, too. <laughs> I did? You know, <laughs> see, it's funny. You remember things from your bachelor party, but you don't remember the episode we did last week. No. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that. He's getting old. Well, on Tuesday, you can listen to it again. Selective remember- memory? Selective- there we go. Selective remembrance? Rem- I was going to say remembrance, so I was like, no, that's not right. Selective memory, that sounds better. Is that better. $10 word for the day? Yes. That's two words, though, so. Remembering. This one is fairly clear. It's uh like a golden orangish. Yeah, amber. Yep. Nice golden amber. It had a good frothy head on it. Long lasting too. It's been sitting here for a, a little bit, but mm. still there. Very hoppy, nice lush aroma. Mm-hmm. See, I'm getting a lot of malt character too. Some grain. Mm. I get mostly hops. Uh, a little uh, bready toastedness. 
Yeah, I'm getting hops up front of the aroma too. That's the majority of it that's dominating in my glass. Yeah. Nice. Grapefruit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking, uh, it said Bravo, which Frater and I brewed with that. I don't remember what it smells like. Columbus, Centennial, and Citra. So all three of those are going to be very upfront, uh, very present sea mm. hops. Still getting some malt, though. Yeah. Some bready, grainy, maybe slightly toasted, like crackers, but okay. not not like toast toasted. Yeah. That's starting to come through now. But it's uh, more of a backseat yeah. rider to the uh, the hops. Good aroma. I'm liking what I'm uh, smelling so far. All right. Well, let's taste it. Mm. I like that. Mm. You get a lot of sweetness from those hops. See, I, I was thinking the sweetness comes from the malt. I don't know. Either the bitterness the comes hops. from the hops. Mm-hmm. I am getting some some crackery, bready grain character comes through in the flavor. Yeah. Um, bitterness is totally on the finish. Kind of dries out your tongue a little bit. It lingers. Um, but keyword a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm surprised because it's a double IPA, but it's No, it's fairly, called Imperial. Oh, sorry. So what's the ABV? 8.8. Yeah, so there you go. And you don't get the alcohol at all. No, but... It's very well balanced. Whether it's perceived does not make it imperial. The number itself makes it imperial. I don't get double hops. I don't get double IPA. Uh, it's double IPA to me. I, I would say double IPA. I, just, see, I, I don't... So if I had a can that was labeled double India Pale Ale and was the same amount of alcohol... I would expect a lot more hops. There's a even just like if you because I, I if you listen back to our Imperial IPA double IP I don't remember what we actually called the episode but I remember we had this conversation before whenever it's a double or Imperial IPA I always get more malt character out of it every single time and I tested myself again on that uh, last weekend because my dad and I picked up a couple of different IPAs a couple of them were Imperial and I drank one it was the uh, the Avery uh, Raja. That's the one that I had last time. And it totally had a big, malty, sweet backbone on it. So every single time I have a double or imperial IPA, the malt character is significantly higher than if you have a regular American IPA. It's a lot more hop forward. Wait, you said the malt character is higher, but it's a lot more hop forward. No, I said it's a lot more malt the, the malt character comes out more than in an American IPA, which is much more hop forward. Okay. I mean, well, it's true because the higher the alcohol, the more hops you put in there, you've got to have the malts to balance it. Otherwise, right. it's going to be a... Uh, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb, bombastic <laughs> okay. bitter bomb, bombastic bitter bomb. Yeah. I just don't think the perceived hop character is as high than in a regular American IPA. Well, I think this is just right. It's, uh, I, I'm not saying it's bad. It's I think good. it's fantastic beer. Yeah. It's it's probably my favorite of the three that we've had so far. Yeah, I would say so as well. I was just making an observation. Every single double or imperial IPA I've had has this big, huge, malty backbone to it. I don't get I don't get double hops. But if it says double, then you would expect it to be a lot more hoppy than what this is. Yes. Okay. Because this says imperial, so I'm thinking higher alcohol content. Which, in order to get higher alcohol content, you have to have more malts or, you know, more fermentable sugars, which come from the malt. You don't get alcohol from hops. So, it's going to have to be more malty. Okay. That's that's kind of the way that I perceive those things. Yeah. 
I mean, if I if I have a a, a regular IPA and I want to make a quote double IPA, I'm going to put double the hops that I would. You know, I might have like 120 IBUs, mm. which the the taste threshold for IBUs is what like 90. Anything above 90, you don't really taste a difference. Something At like 85 that. IBUs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have a beer with 200 IBUs, but you're not going to be able to to taste a difference. The other 110. Yeah, there's a there's a threshold for it. Okay. So I just you know, when I see double IPA, I expect more more hops. Okay. When I see imperial IPA, I expect more malt. Okay. Well, let's talk about this imperial IPA that we have. I am um, certainly getting a lot of nice flavorful hops in both the aroma and the flavor. Yeah. It's um, I mean lives up to the name. They said they added half a pound of hops or a half a was it half a pound or half a barrel. Half a it's pound in each barrel. Half a pound per barrel for dry hopping. Yeah. Jeez. So that's that's pretty intense. That's significant. Because, I mean, when we dry hop in just a five-gallon batch, we're adding maybe an ounce in, but for also, the whole thing. But also, what we know about <laughs> brewing is dry hopping adds flavor and aroma, not bitterness. Yeah, because it's, it's not being boiled, so right. none of the, the alpha acids are being uh, isomerated. So it's not going to affect your IBU <laughs> level as significantly as if you were to no, add it to the boil. Not at all. It's it's all just mainly aroma, a little bit of flavor. Yeah, which those two things definitely come through. Oh, totally. But the bitterness, mm. not, so, not so much. Yeah. yeah. It's a good beer. Five palatability. You know, Let's see. I'm going to say that this one is a little higher than what I expected before I opened the can. I thought it was just going to be a, a hot bomb. It's actually... F- Fairly well balanced. I'm gonna say it's a six, maybe six point five for me. Yeah, I was gonna say five and a half or six. So I'm I'm kind of right there with you. I'm going with six. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> it's it, pretty dry. Yeah, yeah, but it's still very drinkable. Yeah, it's and just only because of the bitterness that I wouldn't go any higher. It's, it's just yeah, it's bitter enough for you not to be yeah. able to pound it. I mean, I don't get alcohol heat. Mm, no, but at eight point what? 8.8. 8.8. You'll definitely feel it if you have a few of them. Yeah. That's higher than the quad that I that I bottled today, <laughs> which is 8.6. Yeah. So, I mean, mm. yeah. I would buy this again. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I would buy it the first time. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. What brewery is this? Cool. Nola. 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 Yeah. Nola. Mm-hmm. New Orleans Lager and Ale, right? I'd buy that. I believe so, yeah. I'd buy that kudos well uh you're going to be able to test your imperial double theory next whenever we try a double ipa well i'm glad you asked we actually have a double ipa next and it is not an imperial ipa it is labeled double ipa Mm. and this comes from Mm. uh believe it or not tennessee memphis tennessee a little brewery called weisiger not weisaker weisaker no not Wise to be acre. not to be confused with Wild Acre, which is in Fort Worth, which just opened up yes. in Ranch Style Bean Plant. You should check it out if you haven't. It's pretty cool. But this one is Weisaker, and it uh, it is a double IPA. It's labeled the adjective animal, not adjective. No. <laughs> so I mean, you can make up whatever whatever animals you want to. You know, mm. uh, is it a hoppy animal? Hairy animal. That sounds dangerous. Uh, Smelly animal. Barky animal. 
snappy animal. A stinky animal. One that bites your ankles when you walk in the the studio. Anyway, so the beer is kind of a golden color. (laughs) Fairly clear. Not crystal, but clear enough to see through. Looks like a double IPA. Yeah. (laughs) As a double, would you expect the uh, alcohol level to be higher or lower than the previous one, which was labeled Imperial? Because you're asking... Remember, the previous one was 8.8%. Because you're asking, I'm going to assume that it's higher. But you would think it was what? (laughs) Lower. Okay. This is labeled 8.6%. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Still, Still falls within an Imperial number okay i would say yeah it's pretty higher, high higher alcohol because if we're talking about regular regular <laughs> a regular american ipa the uh abv range according to the bjcp is 5.5 to 7.5 bjcp and for double <laughs> is 7.5 to 10 ah what about so imperial th- there's no imperial Poundability at 10. Category. Ah. Anyway. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> back to the podcast and not the TV. Let's see. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan Lochte was robbed at gunpoint, apparently. Yeah. yeah. He won a medal that. last night. And I heard about that already. Told, anyway, so, um, aroma. Hoppy. Very similar to the last one. I still, I get a lot of hops, but I still get a multi backbone. I say this is not nearly as hoppy as the previous one. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Because I'm not uh, getting the... I get, I get the multi backbone, but yes. just like I did in the last one, but this one isn't as hoppy. No. Yeah. What what hops are in this one, does it say? I don't think it labeled them. Um, Let's see. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink that. <laughs> no, that's not it. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing on this one. Okay. Just a bunch of squiggles and stuff. It's a pink can, by it the way. It is a pink can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it still has a similar character to the last one. Similar, I would say yes. Similar or similar? Similar, but not nearly as <laughs> hoppy on the aroma. Because the, on the uh, Mecca, I just got very rich, present hops on the mm. smell. It, it was definitely there. But this one's a little more a little more subdued. Yeah. Hmm. Comparatively. Yeah. What if there's a date on the bottom? Bottom. Uh, the numbers on the bottom say 1, 2, 5, 6. Bottom. Bottom. There you go. Okay. So this was brewed on January 2nd, 1956. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's European. Ah, in then case... Then it was the 1st of February. It was, yeah, 1956. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably not right. <laughs> All right. I, I find it hard to distinguish between these two. They're very similar in the flavor. This one... Might be a little sweeter uh, and a little more dry, but they're pretty close. I would go a little drier, yeah. And mm, I think I get more hops in the taste than I did in the last one, Hmm. even though the last one had a lot of hops. Yeah, see, I'm backwards because I get more malt in the flavor than I do hops on this one than I did the last one. But I get more bitterness. Not, Not so much hop flavor, but I get more bitterness in this one. And it's, I would agree and it's with much that. drier. Every time we talk about dryness, you know, it makes me want to take another drink, right? So take another drink. Well, yeah, but it reminds me of a Star Trek DS9 episode where Quark is experimenting with the beans in his bar. You eat the beans and then you immediately take a drink. 
Shoom. Travis knows what I'm talking about. Because it makes you want a mango. (laughs) (laughs) It's dry. It makes you want to take another drink. Yeah. You know, open up a brewery where you only have dry beers. That way, like, they always get drank. (laughs) Oh, so thirsty. All right, take another drink. Oh, Oh, so so thirsty. thirsty. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Any other comments about this one? It's It's good. good. It is good. I like it. Poundability? My poundability rating. (laughs) 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 The original's better. I'm going to go with five and a half on this one. I know I said five and a half or six on the other. I'm a solid five and a half on this one. I'd stay at six. Mine's lower for this five. I don't like it as much. The flavor's good. Um, Travis, you remember when you brewed your wet towel IPA? Yes. You wanted it to be so dry. Why was the wet towel wet? Because it was a liquid, but... (laughs) The towel is a liquid? No, the beer is a liquid. Okay. But the towel in drying out your tongue becomes wet also. Why would you use a towel to dry out your tongue? Why would you want to dry out your tongue in the first place? Anyway... I think this is what you were exactly. going for. Okay. Yeah. I need to do that one again. Yeah. Now that you have a little more knowledge. Because that was early on. That was in the Berkeley apartment. So at least two, three years ago. Um, before I was BJCB certified. <laughs> oh. so, man, what the hell did I know? Oh, my God. Don't let it go to your foam head, though. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> there it is. That was the head foaming over. Right. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> uh, not that one, but... Uh, <laughs> Boom diggity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move uh, away from Hopland and into the darker, maltier ones. Mm. Next. Right. Well, we'll get what's next after this. Ah. And we're back. Yes, we are Bach with our, <laughs> not our next beer. A Bach. With not a Bach. Our last beer, which might be our best beer. Hopefully. Hold on, I thought you said you brought six. No. In the beginning, I clearly said five. Yeah, clearly. OCD sample. Someone's not listening. <sighs> See, his memory is getting worse. Yeah. Now, it's instead age, of man. not remembering what he did last week for last episode, now he doesn't remember what he said for, or what was said in the... Mm. Like last hour. Oh, mm. man. But uh, this is from Siren Craft Brew. It's got to be rough. That is a trademark. Woof. And they are based out of Finchampstead, Berkshire. What? England? How did you know that was England? Brewed in München. That's not what? Mean, what? Bless you. <laughs> I thought only Munich were brewed in München. Yeah, this is, a, this is an English brewery. And it's uh, just west of London. We looked it up just now. Oh, that's how you knew. Yep. <laughs> and it is actually a collaboration with Cigar City. Oh, Cigar Cigar City? Say. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I picked it up. I was looking through the bottles in the shop, and uh, I saw Cigar City. Word. And I thought, <laughs> wow, we don't get this in Texas. Let's get it. So this yeah. is a, uh, a collaboration. It's called Caribbean Chocolate Cake. Cake? Cake. Caribbean. Like the band? Cake. Well, the Caribbean part kind of throws me off. What does Caribbean cake taste like? Ale with ca- cacao nibs, <laughs> lactose, cacao. 
And aged on cypress wood. Cypress. 7.4%. What does it have to do with Caribbean or cake? What does cypress smell like? Wood. What does cypress wood smell like? Wood. Is it like a Wood, didn't you like to know? (laughs) Oh, God. Taste Eddie's wood. (laughs) I've never tried to taste wood. No. No, no. No. Okay. (laughs) But it ended up tasting great. Ah. So the, the wood. This is it's okay. very. very <laughs> I think we're dark. done with the drops, Charlie. It's very dark, <laughs> like a luscious brown uh, like, to black. You can't really see through it. No, you can't see through it's it. Like at motor all. oil. Swirl it around, and you got some legs. This is like learning how to scuba dive in Texas. What? Wow. Yeah, you can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like used motor oil. Is that too- very black? Uh, very dark tan head. If you get any at all. It's Dude, black. If your motor oil looks like this, you should probably change it a lot more often. <laughs> mm. Oh, the aroma is, is uh, delicious. You can taste aroma? It's delectable. Very I, chocolatey. I don't get any Caribbean, though. I get alcohol. Really? I get alcohol in the aroma. Yeah. What's the ABV? 7.4. What? Hmm? Yeah, it's not too high. So I don't, I don't get any alcohol. I just get chocolate. The episode. I get chocolate and roast. See, when I think Caribbean, I would look for like Malibu rum or coconut. Coconut, yeah, that kind of stuff. I, I definitely. But get I it just all. I get the chocolate. Yes, there's there's a little sweetness there that might could be coconut, but it's not. It's not like that coconut stout that we had. The one that the I the one really that enjoyed. you chugged. Oh, <laughs> from Raw, the best drunk I've ever been. That was uh <laughs> that was a pretty significant coconut. Yeah, this is a. Sipping beer. We'll find out. Oh, I thought you were going to play the... Oh, God. No, I haven't <laughs> tasted it yet. <laughs> yeah, nobody's tasted it yet. <laughs> it smells... Like, I, I almost get a hint of bacon in it, which I'm not supposed to get. I don't, thought that was weird. We can't tell you what you're supposed to get. I know. That, well, that okay, I know so I'm not supposed to get. And the flavor... Ooh, I don't, yeah. You I don't said get, bacon. Try it now. Taste it. I don't... Well, I don't get bacon, but I don't get nearly as much chocolate in the flavor as I did the aroma. In the flavor, I get a lot of roasty... Yes. Dark, uh, maybe baker's chocolate, not Dude. not like milk chocolate like you get of the aroma. I get chocolate cake out of the taste. Like I, what first kind thing of chocolate I was, cake are you eating? I don't know, but it's a good one, apparently, because <laughs> this is exactly what it tastes like. Roasty for sure. I mean, yeah. I thought almost on the edge of being burnt, but you, uh, you got a lot of like yeah. really dark... Yeah. Very dark, dark. Malts. very dark roasty. There's a little bit of vanilla in there too. Yeah, um, a little bit. But I don't, I, I don't get Caribbean anything. Mm-mm. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, what what is this? It's cake and what? What? What's <laughs> the it? name is Caribbean chocolate cake. It's an ale with cacao nibs, lactose. So milk at this chocolate. point, yeah, at this point, it's chocolate a, milk stout. A milk stout. Okay. Aged on cypress wood. So do you get any like wood notes or oak or barrel That's or anything? where the bacon came from. Okay. Actually, wood. if you think about barrel aged things, if it's if it's just a wood barrel and it's not a bourbon barrel or a wine barrel or anything, anything like that, the, the wood character will give you a little bit of vanilla. So maybe that's where I'm getting the vanilla from is just the wood. Yeah. Because it doesn't say it's a, a barrel aged. It doesn't say anything about bourbon. What? He said cookie <laughs> twice. Cookie. <laughs> cookie. So he tastes cookie. 
cookie. Chocolate cookie. Like Oreos. What does that have to do with Darth Vader? Because it's black. <laughs> it's black. So Travis is getting it. I. You're no. just old. Travis is older than I am. Yeah, but Travis is young at heart. Welcome to Brew Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> totally out of left field. This yeah. is nice. Th- this is good. Yeah, I like this. It's definitely a sipping beer. Yes. Poundability would be like a two or a three oh, tops. Shit. Yeah, I think I'll put it at three. Let's see. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, not at all, actually. It's oh, my sip. God. Wow. It actually, what in the... It actually went down oh my God. really smoothly. <laughs> it's a seven. <laughs> I, I would say at six, six and a half. Um, actually, I think I could pound this easier than I did the double IPA and the Imperial IPA. Really? Yeah. I'm going to oh. pound the crap out of it. I would. No, I could not. This would make me sick. This is good. I like this. If I had a pound, this would make me sick. Next time I go, next time I can find this beer, I'm going to pick it up, pick up a six pack of it. Yeah, the chocolate's starting to come through more as it warms up, like a oh, cocoa, like Baker's cocoa, Cacao. and, and uh, <laughs> it's cat in the background. <laughs> Podcast cat. <laughs> Podcast Hi, po- That's nice. Yeah, I I enjoyed this beer. Okay, for what I the bit I had of it, that's good. The part that you chugged, yes, pounded. <laughs> well, I enjoyed yeah. this episode. I yeah. did, yeah, in the six, I mean, five beers <laughs> that we had. Clearly. <laughs> the six, I, I mean, five, five new beers that we at had. the beginning. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you said six. Yeah, we'll go back and listen to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I brought yeah. five beers from New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up our summer series. Yeah, really. Um, mm. Back to work. Sawyer said he has some. Uh, Sawyer said? He said he had some Indianapolis beers and Indiana stuff, so we oh, may do that in a, a month or two. But um, well, I don't starting next week, we're going to get back to what we do best, which is feature one style and beers from that style and talk about it. I <laughs> So, um, man, what did I say <laughs> at the collective? Because now i got to think back. Think back. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Bruce Styles, <laughs> where our topic of discussion was me. Join us next week. While we did not check the explicit box, we're still going to give it hell and feature Munich Hellas. Cheers till then. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>